Hello there. Welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Joe. I am a registered dietitian and a certified intuitive eating counsellor. I always forget to say that bit. Anyway, I am here to smash the taboo of binge eating. So thank you for joining me for another episode where I hope that I'm going to help you in your journey towards ending binge eating. I hope you're having a good day so far, no matter where you are listening to this. Today's episode, I think you are going to really enjoy. It is all about changing your mindset about what is good nutrition. And you may be wondering, uh, why do I need to change my perception of good nutrition? I'm perfectly happy with what the term good nutrition means to me. And that's great. I am happy for you. And remember, what works for you works for you. But I am coming across time and time again, people who listen to the podcast, people just in the same position as you are in, who have a very set criteria for what good nutrition is and constantly striving for that definition of good nutrition is contributing to their binge eating because they have such high standards for themselves. They have so much that they want to achieve in terms of the foods that they eat that they get overwhelmed and it all just goes belly up. So please continue to listen. I really want to offer some questions that you can ask yourself that are, is going to help to better shape what your understanding of good nutrition is. Before I get into it, please remember, don't take any healthcare advice from this podcast. Always seek the individualized support from your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian. Because the thing is, podcasts are great, but they can't offer you advice that is tailored for you. And that's what you need. If you would like for me to be your dietitian, for me to give you individualized advice about your journey towards ending binge eating, then reach out and let me know. I offer a package of eight weeks where I can really get to know you, get under the skin of your binge eating. So if that interests you, I will leave a link in the show notes where you can find out more information. All right, let's get into the episode without any further ado key questions to change your mindset about what is good nutrition. Firstly, what even is the definition of good nutrition? And okay, this is a rhetorical question because there is no definition of what good nutrition actually is. There is no worldwide accepted definition of what good nutrition actually means. So I'll ask the question to you this way. What does good nutrition mean to you? I think for many, when you hear the term good nutrition, you automatically think of a table that's filled with fresh produce of all different colors and shapes and types. And again, I am generalizing here. This is just from my experience of working with you guys. But it seems that the term good nutrition seems to be wrapped up in how many fruit and veg you can eat in the day. That you're not in a state of good nutrition if you're not reaching your five a day or if you're not managing to eat the rainbow and eat a whole variety of different fruit and veg. And the thing is, I hate to tell you, but that is a myth. Good nutrition does not have anything to do with how many fruit and veg you can eat in the day. 
Sure. Of course, I believe that your fruit and veg intake does contribute to good nutrition. And fruit and veg are really important for some micronutrients like vitamins and minerals. But let me tell you, if you are eating lots and lots of fruit and veg in the day, that doesn't automatically mean that you're in a state of good nutrition. Not at all. Unfortunately, when you try to Google about good nutrition and what good nutrition is, a lot of the search results that you will get will be very heavily focused on weight. And a lot of the information will be scattered with advice on keeping your weight low and making sure that you eat in moderation and don't overdo it on certain foods. Here's the thing though, what is never mentioned in these articles is that certainly in Ireland and the UK, being in a state of malnutrition, so being malnourished, which often does coincide with being either underweight or having lost weight unintentionally without trying. Being malnourished costs the health services way more than being either overweight or obese. The cost of treating people who are malnourished far outweighs the costs of treating people who are either overweight and obese. And I am really sorry to be using those terms. I just couldn't think of a better way to describe this. When do you ever hear about that? You only ever hear of the obesity epidemic or how we all need to adjust our nutrition to maintain a healthy weight. I just ask you to open your mind to what the possibility of good nutrition is. And it certainly isn't only eating fruit or veg and trying to get in as many fruit and veg in your day as you possibly can. That is not going to achieve good nutrition. Okay, so now that you've asked yourself what is good nutrition, the second question I want you to ask yourself is, where have you learned about this rhetoric of what is good nutrition? Where has it come from? And really be honest with yourself and dig deep. It's likely that you have been exposed to many messages about what is good nutrition from your very youngest days. And as you progress through life, you pick up different little tidbits here and there, different rules about what makes your diet more nutritious. I think even by the time you reach your 20s, you have already received so much information about what good nutrition is. And then nowadays, I think a lot of us get our nutrition information from social media. And we look up to certain people who promote good nutrition. Unfortunately, the people that we look up to often don't have any credentials in nutrition and aren't a reputable source of nutrition information. Remember what I spoke about in the episode about what I would tell my former binge eating self about Gillian McKeith. She was such a big influence on people who watched her TV show. And I think that gave us such a warped view of what good nutrition was. And to add to that point, when we follow somebody on Instagram who we think is really promoting a nutritious diet and always is posting beautiful foods and maybe you admire their physique so you think if you eat like them you will look like them. Sometimes you might not even be aware that you are taking on board all this information 
or that you are internalizing that, okay, this is what good nutrition is because this influencer eats like that. This is how it means to be in a state of good nutrition. This is what I should be aiming for. I really want you to pay attention to this. I want you to recognize, are you internalizing messages about nutrition that aren't coming from a reputable source or aren't individualized to you? Because what happens so often is you start to follow somebody on Instagram and you really look up to the life that they live. It seems to be a very fulfilling, they're always having fun, they're always smiling and it seems like they're always socializing and with cool people and you start to idolize that and then you notice, oh, they practice intermittent fasting so they only eat two meals a day. And you start to take on board, well, maybe if I only ate two meals a day, then my life would be more like theirs. Just take a minute to think about this point. Just because you look up to somebody and you envy their life doesn't mean that you should be starting to eat like them or that you should be taking nutritional advice from them. Your eating habits, your eating preferences are individual to you. And what works for you works for you. And when you start to meddle with that and you start to want to eat like somebody else, then you forget about you and you forget about who you are, what your preferences are and what you want your good nutrition to look like. And finally, the last question I would like you to ask yourself about good nutrition is where are you getting good nutrition from right now? And I don't mean after you start on Monday. And I don't mean after you go to the supermarket and do a big shop with all the fresh produce. No, I want you to look at what you have eaten in the last three days and point out what foods you would describe as being nutritious. There is this misconception that in order to have good nutrition, you have to really put your mind to it. You have to plan ahead. You have to cook from scratch. You have to only eat organic. I want you to eliminate those myths from your brain. Good nutrition does not mean any of that. In my book, what good nutrition is, is having a variety of foods from all of the different food groups. So to the best of your ability to have some foods from the starchy carbohydrates group, some foods from the fruit and veg, some from the dairy, some from the protein, and some from the top of the pyramid, which is the delicious snack foods. If you are doing that on most days, then you are doing really well. You are already eating nutritious foods. I don't want you to think that your diet right now is not nutritious because it's not vegan or you're not reaching a certain amount of protein in the day. Protein deficiency is incredibly rare in the Western world, so you do not need to worry about a protein deficiency if you are doing your best to eat foods from all of the different food groups, because even foods like bread and potatoes contain protein, so you're fine. I hope that it's helpful to know that you are not starting from scratch. Sure, there might be ways that you can make your diet more nutritious. And if you think that's the case, just look at what food groups you don't include that often. 
Maybe you go three, four days and you don't have any dairy or any dairy substitutes. Well, maybe you could add in a couple more portions during the week. Remember, you're not starting from scratch. Good nutrition is not this abstract place out in the future. No, what's most likely happening is that you are reaching good nutrition now. Sure, it may need to be tweaked a little bit, but that's easy to do. And because you are struggling with binge eating, this next piece of advice I would really like if you could take on board. Focus on adding nutrition in rather than taking out anything. I know that you're tempted to say, okay, I'm not going to eat chocolate anymore. I'm not going to eat crisps anymore because those foods don't have good nutrition. Try to abstain from that mindset. Instead, why not say, okay, I'm going to keep all the foods that I eat exactly how they are, but I'm also going to add in a couple of pots of strawberry yogurt in the week because I've noticed that I'm not getting much dairy. What this does is it it takes away that deprivation mindset. It takes away that feeling that your delicious binge foods are not going to be available anymore. If you've listened to some of the episodes so far, you'll know that I'm a big advocate for normalizing your binge foods, including them on a daily basis, having them in the house, not banning them, not prohibiting them, and not saying that you are a bad person because you've eaten chocolate or crisps. And on that point, I want you to know you are a good person regardless of what kind of foods that you eat or regardless of if you think your diet is nutritious or not. I don't care if you have friends who can do veganism perfectly and they never binge eat and they never want to eat a square of non-vegan chocolate and you think that they are brilliant people because their complexion is always glowing and it must be down to veganism. I don't care about that. That is irrelevant. Some people can follow restrictive diets and do fine and that's their business but it's not for everybody. And I want to let it be known that just because you are struggling with binge eating or just because you don't follow veganism, that doesn't make you any worse of a person. Please know that the foods that you eat is the most boring thing about you. It's really not interesting. There is so much more that you have to offer than what kind of diet that you follow. All right, just to run through those three questions one more time. The first is, I want you to ask yourself, what is your perception of good nutrition? And remember that there is no global definition for what good nutrition actually is. It means different things for different people. Secondly, where have you learned about good nutrition? Where have you learned about your rhetoric about what good nutrition is? Have you picked it up from TV or from Instagram or from family members? Ask yourself, are the sources reliable or am I taking nutrition advice from somebody who doesn't really have a clue about nutrition, but I really idolize how they eat? And the third question is, where are you already getting good nutrition from? Please know that you are not starting from scratch you are already eating nutritious foods right now. This is not something that you need to start on Monday. It's not something that needs to be made difficult. Sure, it might need a little bit of tweaking, but 
take it slow and because you are struggling with binge eating, focus on adding foods in rather than taking anything away. All right. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you liked it, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a rating and a review on iTunes just to help me get the word out a bit more. Remember, if you would like me to be your individualized dietitian and give you advice that is tailored for you, then reach out. There is a link in the show notes where you can book a free 15 minute, no obligation introduction. And I can tell you all about my service and how I'm going to help you stop binging. All right. I will see you in the next episode, but until then, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm.